So, boys, is the government spying on us? Well, I am not totally sure. There is a great possibility that they could be. We should get into the issue. Why are we talking about this topic anyways? You may not notice it, Andrew, but the government is spying on us every day, everywhere, and all the time. What? Really? We need more information. That is exactly why we are doing this podcast. People need to be made aware of the issue. Let's get into it. Let's get it. So, first thing we need to talk about is all the ways that the government could be spying on us. In fact, they could be tracking our voices right now, at this current moment. While we are giving away this important information, our interviewers, who are experts, want their voices to be in Google Translate because they too know too much about the topic. If they give away themselves, the government will for sure go after them. They need to remain anonymous. Okay, what are other ways they're tracking us? There's a bunch of ways, like social media, cameras in the street, and everything that you do. We will get into that with our interview. Again, like I said earlier, our expert did not want to give away their name, but they will still be doing an interview. As we wait, please enjoy the music. And now we're back. So um, we're going to be interviewing an anonymous speaker. He is right here with us. So hello, anonymous speaker. What do you think about the possibility of the government spying on us? Question that the government records all your digital communications through the NSA. Anything that is spoken, typed, searched, or viewed over the internet is on a hard drive in Utah somewhere. It has come to light recently that Facebook records all the information that is a part of your Facebook profile. Mine's it for specific information and has been caught selling it to businesses and other nations' intelligence agencies. Google has a bridged algorithm that links Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, as well as other lesser popular communications forums in which they also record all your communications, build a profile on your digital interests, mine the data and sell it to interested buyers across the world. Have you ever noticed that you may like something on Facebook and a related advertisement pops up on your Google searches or inside of YouTube? Ever heard of products such as Amazon Echo, Alexa, and Google Home Assistant? Keep in mind these devices are always turned on and always listening to you, even when you aren't talking to it. The voice recognition is made to gather data on you so it can build a profile of your tendencies to better serve you. Then communicate with advertisers to build a product list where ads appear inside of these linked software applications. But it's foolish to think that the data these platforms gather is only for selling you stuff. Many people hypothesize that in order to legally retain information on all Americans, 
The federal government has empowered these major internet companies as a business partner of the intelligence community to gather information on all of us then buy the information it wants from them. On a brighter note, the processors and computers built by both AMD and Intel are known to be built with a remote backdoor to allow someone over the internet to wake up the computer from over the internet and access files. Don't worry, I'm sure it was just a mistake and nobody would ever think of doing that on purpose. Thank you for that detailed answer. And now with that, what do you think about stopping you can, what you can do from stopping the government from spying on you. If you are active on the internet or have a cell phone, you can't escape the government recording and tracking your actions, but you can limit what they see and make it harder to track you. A Tor browser bounces your actions off many points before accessing the internet, making your actions hard to track. I don't use a smartphone. I use a slider phone and verbally communicate more than I send messages. Any smartphone is 100% trackable. GPS in cars is trackable, so in most of my cars I don't have a satellite radio. I only use Facebook to check what others are saying, and rarely post anything about myself. It's the social decay of society, and clearly a volunteer data gathering application. So I don't know why anyone would volunteer to use Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest. The only way to truly be untrackable is to have no internet, no digital devices, and wear a mask in public. Thank you for your for a second detailed answer. I think that's pretty smart with everything going on with Facebook right now. And thank you for your time. So that was a nice interview, and I think we should take a little break before the next one you know like an interlude you know that's a pretty good idea but what should we do now i've been thinking about we should talk about what else you can do so the government doesn't spy on you but so you don't have to totally get rid of all of your internet devices Mm, i guess we can do that uh you can cover your camera on your mobile devices or your Chromebooks and computers. Uh, and you shouldn't give personal information to anyone over the internet. Nice. Next interview is with another expert who will tell about his information on how the government was spying on him. This is a good story. We all believe that it's true and he knows it. Here, we will get into it. Again, please enjoy the music while you wait. Before we hear this story, this person has chosen to remain anonymous for this interview, so let's get started. Welcome, anonymous speaker. So, the main question of our podcast is if the government is spying on us. With that, tell us your story. Hello, this is my story of how the government was spying on me five years ago. I was a senior in high school. I was on the internet all the time, on Instagram or Facebook. One day I got a weird follow request on Instagram from a user named James Jones 17384949 
I denied it because I didn't know the person. A couple days passed and I got a direct message from that person saying, hello, I was a bit freaked out at first, so I didn't respond. But right, when I closed the direct message, I got another one from them saying, why do you deny this embrace? I sent back WDYM. I didn't know this person, so I wasn't about to do anything out of pocket. They responded with, I see you right now, in your room, at the address, blah, blah, blah. I was really scared now, because that was my address, so I knew that they knew where I was. I asked them, what do you want from me? They told me that this was the United States government. We are doing a test on student safety and wanted to see how adolescents responded to a threat on their home. Thank you for participating. I never received a message from that person again. But I thought it was scary that the government just randomly chose me to be part of this. Deep down, I feel as though it wasn't the government, just some random person with my address or my mom. Well, thank you for sharing your story. That is truly appreciated. And I bet you would have been really scared. We thank you for listening to our cause and we hope you take precautions so the government doesn't spy on you in the future. If the government does come for us. Please help our families and save yourselves. They are not the people they seem. They are coming for us all. Come save yourself. Come save us. What? They're coming for us? I didn't sign up for this. Then good thing that we witnessed this firsthand.